podcast with Dan and Scott. Hottest golf podcast, whether you like it or not. Fresh from back in the day when that's a put at the park. 7 a.m. PM special where they played after dark. From the birds to the focus to the losses and the win. Welcome podcast, patron to the show, lead the pen. Get busy golfing or get busy dying. Hottest golf podcast and the swing ain't lying. Welcome back, podcast patrons, to episode 171 of Leave the Pin Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Dan. Got my co-host, Scott, on the other mic. We are in the midst of the 2022 PGA Championship. The playoff is happening right now. We are live in real time. Scott, what is the good word? Uh, What is the good word? Right now, JT is walking to his ball. um, And, yeah, I mean, good times. Good times. Still haven't played golf, by the way, so. You know, Nick? Contrast that with the last guest we had on who played over 400 rounds last year. You guys are like complete opposite ends of the spectrum. So I figure he's playing all the golf that I can't. So it's one of those like he he goes to the course so I don't have to. Um, There you go. It's great. Yeah, he, He's out there doing God's work. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so look, so, you know, originally our plans of this episode were to kind of talk a little bit about Phil not being the PGA, things that are going on in his life and stuff like that. But let's just talk about what's what's going on on the screen. JT's in the rough. Zalatoris mill the fairways. Zalatoris looks like he's coming in a lot hotter than JT after making that putt in 18. But, Scott, we got to go back to Pereira just completely blowing up. And I'm telling you what, like, I told my wife before, I said, look, this is going to happen. Like, there's going to be a playoff, and he's not going to be in it. It's just how many times have you seen this story play out over and over and over again in major championships? So, uh, you know, once I kind of – once I got to the point where I was like, okay, like, he doesn't have it, um, I, you know, that that's when it actually really started to get interesting. To be honest with you – this tournament, I was not that into turning on today. Um, I was kind of like following it on my phone and things like that. Um, but you know, ha- having the possibility of a runaway winner, um, it did not interest me. I, I have to be honest with you that this course I'm kind of over. Um, so yeah, and then all of a sudden, all like heck broke loose. And here we are. So, you know, this is not a surprising ending at all. You end up with two guys who are well-seasoned in major championships in the playoff and someone who really isn't collapsing down the the stretch to find his way out. So not not surprising, uh, but unfortunate. Right. I I completely agree. Um, And just to keep viewers, you know, up to date, even though this will be old by the time that they listen to it, JT had to punch out, laid up, short of the pond, and Zalatoris is got about 20 feet left of the hole. So, like, here, here's my mindset, right? So I'm thinking, you know, you and I have been around major championship golf for a very, very long time. Um, Southern Hills does nothing for me. It does even less for me when they did this weird rerouting of the course to have to add three, 400 yards when you crisscross three, four, five, six, seven, eight plays down the one way. I mean, we had we had pros getting hit in the head. We had people literally waiting 10 minutes until, you know, groups had to pass. Um, we, we had on, what was it, six or seven, where you walk off the green, you walk behind the green to the next tee box, and you're teeing off over the green. You just put it out on. I mean... I get it. I'm so happy it went to the Midwest again. They're golf-starved, but gosh, I mean, I loved when uh, Kepka and, and Tiger were battling out in St. Louis. You know, that was that was a great championship right there. Southern Hills does nothing for me, Scott. The routing does nothing for me whatsoever. And you made a great point. You said I wasn't really into this major. Neither was I. I watched it on my phone. So did I. Yesterday had a little bit of intrigue because of the weather. Today, I turned it on. The leaders were on the third hole. It was like 3 o'clock. I said, there's no way in hell I can sit here for any longer. You know, I, I watched like three, four holes. I came back. This is, again, we've talked about it on the pod, Scott, where you can watch the last three to four holes of a golf tournament on Sunday and know everything that happened. JT, JT just stuffed it off of his layup to about four feet. 
Uh, okay, so you're you're actually a little bit ahead of me in terms of whatever feed you're watching because he still hasn't hit his shot. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> well, I'm I'm further west, I guess. So, uh, yeah, I guess you're getting <laughs> me it quicker. PA and you in New York. I've got it about four or five seconds earlier. <laughs> what do you what do you what are your thoughts about the way golf is shown on TV now? Let, let's talk about that while we wait for these guys to hit, you know, their shot, their putts on on the first playoff hole. You had um, you had Michael Collins do like some t- sort of Manning cast type thing, which I think I, I love Michael Collins. You know, I mean, I know mm-hmm. the guy uh, personally, but, you know, quite honestly, if I'm being fair and impartial, I thought it was a bust. I, I, I don't see anybody making golf cool and any attempt to make golf cool is made by like 60 year old white guys that have no idea, you know, what actually is cool. I. The, the the whole the the Manning cast idea with Michael Collins I thought was a good plan, um, I, I'm I'm a little surprised it fell flat, but it did fall did you, flat. Did did you think it was hokey? That's the way I looked at it. It is a little hokey. His shtick's a little hokey, but he I mean he he knows golf and he's a really entertaining guy, um, but it's almost like you you put him in a situation where he almost has to try too hard. I wish they would let him be himself. Like if Michael Collins was himself, it would be awesome. But he's a version of himself that fits in with the parameters of network television. You know, what white golf America. Right. Yeah. I, I want like him. Cause I, I do actually think he's a good guy to be a part of it. Um, I want like him. Um, like, nah, he'd be boring. <laughs> I don't know who I want. I want, like, him, some, like, golf super fan, and then, like, some pro who's interesting. You know, it's... it's like an actual the, pro. Yeah, yeah, like a Max Homa type dude, like a Zach Blair, guys with personality. I, I don't need a guy that wears 35 different logos on his shirt and, and speaks without saying anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, it can't be one of them, though. It's got, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking like a David Duvall type. Ah, I, I'll tell you what, Scott. I've really soured on Duvall lately. He's really been taken over by the big golf conglomerate yeah. media. I just I, – I feel like – it's one of those things where in order to like bring golf to the younger generation and make golf cool and, and make tournaments interesting so people are involved for all four days, not to mention that's a very difficult task with, uh, with, with, with the time, right? It's not an NFL game, which you know is three hours and ten minutes. It's not, a, it's not even a baseball game, you know, which can go on longer. Like This is four days of 12-hour coverage, and I get you can't make every day interesting but there's i think you need to go to alternative media which in this case podcast social media mm-hmm. in order to make tournaments more interesting than just the last you know what last hour and a half on a sunday right so basically the the best people they could hire to do something like that would be us yeah, I mean, you know, and, and obviously we're not going to. We got full-time jobs that, that pay the bills. No. And honestly, like, I don't want to I don't want to make. They they both birdied 13, the par 5, which, you know, is crazy from where JT was. Just a fantastic shot in there. Uh, short JT's game. just Vision about for... to hit his putt on my feed. So. Okay. Oh, gosh, you're a little bit behind then. Oh, yeah, it's a good, like, 30, 40 seconds. Yeah, that's uh, – okay. Well, then I'll, yeah. I'll kind of keep quiet for a little bit. I'll kind of – pace myself that's nah, all good i mean it, it is what it is it's i find out from you or i find out from the tv yeah exactly exactly um what what any other storylines that intrigued you during this because i'm not gonna lie there 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 were none the only thing that intrigued me during this was i mean obviously a tiger woods i, I turned on the today show on friday morning and they're talking about how Tiger Woods is not only playing, competing, but like in the hunt at the PGA. And I'm just like, that's where we're so disconnected. People that are in the golf media realm like us and normal media people, right? 
Tiger Woods was never in the hunt. Like maybe on the front nine on Thursday before anyone else had teed off, he was. Uh, he, I think he birdied one. That's. <laughs> you know, I, I always get the uh, the PGA Tour updates on my phone, and it's like Tiger Woods had has teed off on you know hole number one at the PGA Championship in his one under par. And you're yeah. like, hell yeah, Tiger Woods, <laughs> Tiger Woods in the lead, you know. And it's like, hey, half the field hasn't teed off, and he's through one hole. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, you know, obviously that that is the biggest needle mover story there's going to be, because um, it's Tiger Woods, and no one moves the needle like him. Right. Um, and. Again, I mean, that that intrigue last night, like, will he or won't he withdraw, uh, to be honest with you, that that was somewhat intriguing. I would was that, have been that a surprised. better storyline? Was that a better storyline than anything that had happened up until today? Pretty much. Right. Um, I would have been very surprised if he stepped out on the course today to play. Because, um, you know what, at this point, like, even if he was feeling like, I could go 50-50. You know what? Save your body and just try again at St. Andrews. You know, like, oh, you know, what What are you doing, Tiger? It's not like you need the money. You're not going to win. Just, you know, put put the clubs away and call it a day. I, uh, I saw there was, like, this Twitter thread that someone posted, and it was hilarious. JT's about to tee off on, on 17 now. That's short par four. Um mm-hmm. And it was basically like, hey, other people have been through struggles in life. You know, like Tiger Woods competing in a golf tournament when he's a bit hurt, you know, pales in comparison to, you know, what people go through on an everyday basis. I get that, you know what I mean? But honestly, gosh, I feel like, wow, JT, I'm just going to say it, Scott, JT drives the green 35 feet left of the hole. Best shot all week. Mm -hmm. At 17, and he does it in the playoff. Insane. They um, they are they are getting some mileage out of showing his dad too. No, <laughs> gosh, they are. Yeah, I know exactly where you are in the telecast. His dad's down on both knees off to the side of the green. <laughs> um, you know, golf forever has been revolving around Tiger Woods, and and now I think we're true. I know we've probably said this three or four times already in the past, but I believe we're truly in an era where Tiger Woods is really a sideshow, right? He's not a main story. He's nothing more than a sideshow now. And we need guys like Zalatoris and JT to step up. He he is his own show. So that's the thing. It's like there's the Tiger Woods part of the, the tournament, and then there's the actual tournament itself. And if the two meet, then that's going to be absolutely amazing. But for the most part, it's like, will Tiger get through this one? Can he make the cut? Oh, okay, let's see. Um, and then it becomes the, all right, well, now Tiger's not really in contention. So who is? And let's talk about that. So Zalatoris left of the hole literally a foot and a half away from going in the hazard. So advantage JT. Um, uh, line, uh, so he just hit on my shot too. Uh, okay. he, he that did not look good from the no, he's 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 blown it, yeah, he's blown it both sides of that hole, uh, all, all week long. Hasn't I don't think he's hit a good shot there mm-hmm. yet. Um, Scott, let's talk playoffs well, real quick. Well, hold on, hold on, yep. real quick. I do the, the one other sort of interesting story, um, and it's only interesting because I. I it's the same narrative over and over again, but it's the, you know, Rory McIlroy goes out, plays great in round one, <laughs> round two and three or, eh, and then back to our top 10. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm listening to the, to shotgun star the other day and, uh, poor app is throwing out there. He's like, Rory's in the best position ever on Thursday. And I'm just like, you know, I said, I, I get like, I get the bit, you know what I mean? I understand it. I love it. Yeah, I love those guys, um, and I'm I'm buying into the bit, but it's like you can't keep it up much longer with Rory. You know, he's 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 a show pony that never finishes nowadays. Well, he only finishes, but he takes the whole middle of the race <laughs> off. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess you could say that. He's like, you know, like a win play show guy. He's the show guy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so going back to what I said before, talking about playoffs, right? We know the U.S. Open has adjusted their playoff now. It used to be 18 holes on Monday. I love that. Any bonus golf I can get of top guys. I love PJ has always done this three-hole uh, aggregate score. Uh, give me your thoughts on that, Scott. Are you like it? You don't like it? Do you like the you like the suddenty of of sudden death? I actually prefer the the aggregate. Um, I I don't love the um, I don't love like the 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 eighteen hole playoff. Um, unless a Tiger Woods is somehow involved, like the Rocco Mediate. Sure. Open one. Sure. Um, I do. I do like the three hole aggregate. I think that's fun, and I it it also like you can have a bad hole in there and still not be out of it. Like I I don't know. I think that that's a little bit more interesting. It gives you the opportunity to claw your way back. And someone, if someone puts it together for three straight holes, then you know what? That's great. Like go out there and earn it. And that's what I think the aggregate gives you an opportunity to do. So, yeah, I'm in full agreement. I mean, absolutely love it. You know, like right here, they both birdie one. Let's say Zalatoris ends up just making par here and JT does make birdie. Mm. Zalatoris isn't out. He's played great. He still has another opportunity to, you know, continue to play great. And I'll tell you why this player. Well, here's, here's the other thing, right? So, mm-hmm. real quick. So, hypothetically, and I, I don't know where you're at in terms of this, but Zalatoris is about to hit his, his shot. I already hit it. Go ahead. Okay. Well, let's say hypothetically he hold that. Sure. Um, and, and JT misses his, you know, misses his putt. Like, yeah, is that awesome for Zalator? Absolutely. And does he deserve to to win there? Right, but it's a bit unfair yeah. for JT after but the great a, shot he just hit. Yeah, it's a little unfair for JT who yeah. had a great shot and still made birdie. You know, like, uh, personally, I'd rather then them see, see them go to another hole, see if JT can claw his way back. I think, you know, for the majors, I am in in full support of anything that gives you, quote unquote, a true champion. There's now they're now they're showing some dude climbing a tree. Um, mm-hmm. because why not? But it's uh, not Michael I'm, Thomas, so. Yeah. I'm always, always in favor of that, right? Because it's a major championship. A PGA tour event, I get it. You you you're you're fighting daylight, you gotta get a winner. Um, you got to get these guys off the course and move on to the next week. You know, a lot of times you win a major, and even if you had planned on playing the next week, you'll take the week off. Right? I mean, majors mm-hmm. life changing. You know, even if it's a guy like JT that has won before, obviously it's it's still life changing. A dude like Zalatoris, it, it you know bursts him into the atmosphere. But I I do love the three hole playoff. I think it's fantastic. I hate the one hole sudden death. You know, uh, especially when you have like three or four people in it. You know, one guy gets hot and, and hits a, a good shot, and the other three are just like, what the hell? Like, you know, all of a sudden I just lost because this guy just, you know, stuck it or, or whatnot. Um, right. So I hate the volatility of that. I understand it, why they need it on the PGA Tour. I get it. I think the PGA does a great job of showing a true champion. And one thing I'm going to say about this playoff that's occurring right now as we're recording this pod is the fact that, you didn't have a guy finish at 4 p.m. or 5 p.m. and have to wait around for two hours. These guys literally finished back-to-back. JT got, like, you know, three swings on the range. Zalatoris had just walked off the green, and bang, they're right back out again after Zalatoris signs a scorecard. So you've got the two hottest players in the field playing the absolute Mm -hmm. best and just rolling right into the playoff. So what you are getting right now is the two best players hitting phenomenal shots after phenomenal shots, and you're you're seeing greatness unfold right before your eyes. Definitely, and uh, you know, for for CBS's benefit, uh, it's two guys who at least people are familiar with. Um, you know that that that's a good scenario for them as well. So that's you know, it's a good thing they got you know that to work with because it's not like they're going to do themselves any favors. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm a hundred percent. I mean, I couldn't even be in any more agreement. 
Um, let's talk real quick about the two guys in the playoff. I think personally, this is the absolute best case scenario the PGA could have hoped for. Definitely. I, the only, I guess, other one, other scenario that would have been, you know, that could have played out would have been if they you throw in uh, Pereira. You know, have him there also. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, that, that wouldn't have been bad. He was the best player through 71 holes. Well, you get, like, the recognizable guy who, like, you know, trying to win his first major. You get JT, who's trying to win his second PGA. I don't know if you know this, but his dad's a PGA professional. No, um, not, is And he? then you got sort of, like, the unknown trying to take out, you know, kind of the two Goliaths. So. So uh, they just they walk off the second playoff hole. Uh, JT cans the birdie putt. We got JT two under. Zalatoris one under par. They move to eighteen. Uh, be very 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 tough birdie to make on eighteen. I think the best Zalatoris can hope for right now is JT to do something you know weird uh, out of the ordinary, and I don't think it's going to happen. I think I think this is. I think this is JT's tournament as it stands. Um, Scott, we were going to talk a little bit about, you know, Phil in the beginning, uh, kind of pivot. I almost feel like it's old news at this point in time. If You know, PJ is trumping everything right now. And I guess that's a good thing for the tour, isn't it? All we heard coming into this week was Live Golf, Phil Mickelson, Greg Norman, um, and the PGA came back with a three-hole playoff of Zalatoris and JT after a stunning Pereira collapse. You know, I, I don't know if there was any better way that the tour could have switched the narrative than what happened right here, right now. Well, and it, to your point right there, that what's happening right now essentially makes their case for them. It's like, you know what? There can be an alternate league. It doesn't matter. Like no matter what happens, doesn't matter what other tour there is. This is where the action's at. You know, this they, is where the guys you want to see are. Yeah, they kind of have like the NFL syndrome, right? Like the NFL. True. I mean, I'm sure behind the scenes, some top level execs worry a little bit when these new leagues form up. Not not worry, but but think, hey, maybe some of our players might get poached or it might water down our minor league system. You know, which is you know, division one colleges. Um, but like the owners don't worry. Like the owners don't care about the USFL, the XFL or whatever that other league, they don't care because they know if you want to see football, you're coming to the NFL. And, you know, honestly, gosh, as, as for all the shortcomings, the PGA tour has for all the problems that we can pick apart that they have. And we've done over the years, another enormous tee shot from JT. I mean, Dropped it in the same spot that he hit on 18 in regulation. Absolutely mm. pure. I mean, just unfathomable. He did it again. Gorgeous. He's just taking his address right now online. So, so for um, all those shortcomings, you said it best. There's, there's no other place to go to than the PGA Tour if you want to see the top players in the world. And honestly, I think, you know, would I watch Live Golf? Yes. Would you watch Live Golf? Yes. But I think it's going to be a sideshow. I can't blame the players for, for taking the money grab, you know, but I really think that the PGA Tour is always going to be the home of, you know, the best golf on the planet. Exactly. So and the NFL example that you just gave is a very good one because and going back to the XFL and the USFL and whatever this it's a fan controlled whatever, like. Here's the thing, like those are guys who can't make NFL rosters. Right. right. So who are you really gonna get, even though the money is crazy, who are you really getting playing in these like live golf things? Like you're gonna get guys who whose PGA tour careers are essentially done. Right. Well, you know, okay, let me touch on that. It's very funny. You mentioned that. Let's look at the big names that have been spoken about. Jason Kokrak, does I could care less. Can't even pick him out of a crowd. Phil Mickelson I can say he's past his prime. I know he won the PGA last year. It was a little bit of a fluke. 
You know, he can still bomb it, but with everything that's gone on and is currently going on, and there's a ton of behind-the-scenes things, which I believe are also going on, um, I would say he's past his prime. Ricky, a guy who's been completely irrelevant in the world of golf, besides golf advertising and marketing, another big name out there. Irrelevant. So they're names, but in name only. Right, yeah. their names are not backed up by any substantial play. Yeah, I mean, sort of like the, in all honesty, the guy who's probably the the most like consistent player whose name's been thrown out there is Kevin Na. And even Kevin Na, to a non golf fan or a casual golf fan, they don't know who he is. They know, oh, that's the guy that had that funny, you know, moment with Tiger on 17 of Sawgrass two years ago. Oh, that's the guy that walks in putts. Right. Tell me, hey, hey, casual fan, tell me about Kevin Na's, you know, playing history. Oh, I have no idea. It, exactly. You know what I mean? And, and honestly, you probably couldn't pick Kevin Na out of a lineup, you know, if, if you had a, 100 guys in the field. Right. Yeah, I mean, and actually, uh, he's good. I thought he had more tour wins than he actually has. Uh, <laughs> what's, what's he got? Four? Five. Six? Five? Okay. Yeah, five. Five. His most recent one was January 2021, the Sony. Um, and don't get me wrong. Like, he's a name within golf circles, but you're oh, talking sure. about hardcore golf fans. Sure. You know, yeah. like this, like today's a great example. This is an event that brings out non-golf fans to watch it because the PGA Championship is on TV. I, I, I really and I truly do not believe that casual golf fans or non-golf fans are going to turn on a live golf event because Phil Mickelson's playing or Ricky Fowler's playing. They're going to be like, what, what is this? Oh, well, it's this, you know, knockoff breakaway tour that, you know, Greg Norman Founded. Oh, Greg Norman, the dude who collapses, you know, at the first hint of pressure. Oh, yeah, that Greg Norman. Oh, Greg Norman, the dude who literally is turning into an enormous douchebag. Oh, yeah, that Greg Norman. Oh, the one that everyone on tour hates. Yeah, that Greg Norman. Yeah, I, I feel like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that that's a fair fair representation. What you know? I yeah, I, I, I do think, almost wonder, and and I I I, I kind of like at some point. Like, has a psychiatrist spoken to Greg Norman about, like, what the PGA Tour did to him? <laughs> you know, like, like, you know, he's got like the, demons, he's got demons, you know, like, well, you know, like the, like, you know, show us on the doll where the PGA Tour touched you. <laughs> where, like, did it, that, where did it go wrong? That's what I, that's what I want someone to do for Greg Norman. And yeah, like. Does he, I guess, have somewhat of a beef about how basically once Tiger showed up, they dropped him like a sack of potatoes? I, I guess. But wouldn't you? Yeah, you know, Norman's whole thing was he, he got out on tour, right? Came to the States, moved to the States, got out on tour. Zalatoris trying to sling in this wild shot on 18. My gosh, what a good shot. What a good shot. Ton of movement on it. Spinning back a little bit. Hopefully it stays on for him. But pretty decent shot, you know, when it's all said and done. So Norman comes to the U.S. Uh, you know, he's on tour. And then within like two or three years, he's like, you know what? This tour sucks. I think we should have a global tour. And, and the PJ Tour was like, dude, do you know how much money you've won out here in tournaments that like we've provided for you? Like, do you understand the platform that we gave you? And he was like, yeah, cool, thanks, it sucks, I'm going to start my own tour. And they're like, okay, dude, have at it. And of course, you know, no one went along with him, and that was that. Now fast forward 30 years later, and he's like, hey, you know what? I still hate the PGA Tour. <laughs> I'm going to start my own tour, a world tour. Who's with me? And everyone's like, yeah, I, I don't know, Greg. I really don't think so. I, I, don't, I don't believe in you. And he's like, I got dirty oil money. And then people are like, wow, J. <laughs> don't don't I mean, say anything. He's I'm not going right to say anything, but 
I'm telling you what, I called it about seven minutes ago in the show and just ice cold for this dude. Uh, you know, a, a lot, uh, I'll get back to Norman in a second. There's a yeah. lot a, of, of hate that was heaped upon JT for what he had said. You know, I, I understand context when things are said, you know what I mean? I understand mm-hmm. if you're saying things to yourself, I understand if you're using certain words, I get it. I also get that people love to jump on people because they think that they've never sinned or, you know, they, they're always the one to cast stones. But whether you like them, whether you don't, you know, being, let's just say, impartial media, you cannot take away from the fact that he, over the last, what, six and a half hours today, has taken this championship by the throat, choked out the life of every other person out there, stepped over their carcasses, and threw down the gauntlet. So I'm 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 taking this home. So so that was that was a great shot right there. I, again, under the pressure, knowing like I have to make one shot at one swing, put this ball in, in a decent spot, and there's a good chance I'm walking away with my second major. And you know, like you said, very, like ice through his veins. That was a shot right there. So. Well, let's talk. Let's talk about this. He hit that same type of shot under pressure in regulation on eighteen. Gosh, it's hard for a golfer to hit two shots on the range well back to back. Imagine, and you know the way the mind works in golf, right? It always focuses on the negative. Imagine sitting there in the same exact spot, but in the playoff on eighteen, mm-hmm. and saying to yourself, "Oh, I've got to hit the same shot I hit before." Like, I mean, that you know what? What a what a mind F that is right there. And just the the mental strength to kind of go through that and say, okay, it's just another shot. And you walk through the numbers and God, what a good swing. What a good swing. Well, I, I don't know if this has been mentioned before, but his, his dad's a PGA pro. Yeah, I heard he comes from a long line of PGA pros. I don't know if there's any fact to that. I'm going to have to check on the internet, but uh, I don't know. That's what I've heard. Yeah. I mean, just in case you you hadn't heard it mentioned. Um, him, his dad, a pro. Over under mentioned twice in the post round interview. Uh, over. Yeah, I'll go with that too. All right, let's go back to normal. That's if his dad's not part of it. Oh, he oh, he'll be. Part I think of he it. was the first time. He'll be part so. of it. Don't worry about that. They'll get him in on it. Trust me. Um. So uh, so here, here's a question because yeah. it hasn't happened yet on my screen. Um, uh, what are the chances that Spieth is absolutely hammered um, while he congratulates JT on the walk-off like he was the first time he won. I I don't know if he, I they haven't shown anyone else aside from JT's family, so I don't know if anyone else is there yet. We'll see. We'll get to that because mm-hmm. we'll still be recording as this wraps up because it's going to wrap up uh, in about two minutes or so. But that's just my favorite, back- that's my favorite part now, by the way. Okay. Yeah, I, the, I like that. Still walking <laughs> off the green into the scoring tent. Think, think Ricky will be there with a big bag of uh, oil money, mm. Look, looking like a villain from like the 1920s cartoon, a vaude villain. Good chance. All right, so let me let me get back and finish up. Greg Norman, I don't want to talk about this idiot anymore. So Greg Norman comes out with all this Saudi oil money, and he's like, "Hey, I know everyone hates me, and I've made some you know questionable decisions in my past, but look at this like tanker truck." of money I have. And now people are like, hmm, Greg Norman, you might be onto something. Um, I don't think it's... What is success for the Live Golf Tour, right? Is it putting on a few events? Is it running the full schedule? Is it lasting 10 years? I don't know. Um, I do not think it's going to be a success in terms of poaching top stars and weakening PGA fields. Because no matter what, the PGA Tour does a pretty good job nowadays. During the Tiger era, they did not because all they focused on was Tiger. But nowadays, they're doing a pretty decent job of establishing, excuse me, establishing new stars. So you take four or five guys that were big names. Well, guess what? The play of certain people, like a la Azalatoris, is going to be what makes them a star. Yeah. Exactly. Big. And and let's let's be honest. Who really has a personality out on tour? I mean, like honestly, who really 
has a great personality on tour. There's like four guys. Everyone else is plain vanilla. They they have to run within the lines of the sponsorships and the television networks. You know what I mean? Hey, congrats, JT. Ab- mm-hmm. Absolutely earned it, deserved it. Anything that you can think of, I don't have the volume on loud, so whatever Nick Faldo said out there and what line he was preparing, whatever, right? Congrats. Absolutely flawless play in the playoff. Love to see that. I, I love to see someone win it and someone else not lose it, right? And that happened in the playoff. In regulation, let's let's be honest. Pereira. I was going to say, somebody lost it, but. Hey, Zalatoris' caddy looks just like Derek from Golfing with Dad. Derek, I know you're listening to this, dude. If if that caddy was a little bit more clean-shaven, like that is your doppelganger right there. Uh, uh, yeah. I wonder about uh, – I have the sound off too. Um, I wonder how much they'll make of the fact that he has bones on the bag too. There's, there's, there's got to be – I would – you know what? If I'm interviewing Bones, I'm saying, hey – so your old boss isn't here, but your new boss just won it. Talk about that. And yeah. is your new boss actually going to pay you on time, unlike your old boss, who stiffed you almost a million bucks? Uh, JT's getting the, the dad hug. So, there you go. JT, uh, who's, who's that? Who's that hugging him now? Swing coach. No other... No other, uh, no other pros yet. Colt Nost with a little love. Uh, JT, I think, was just uh, just dabbing the uh, infamous TikTok dance of 2019. <laughs> <laughs> so that I don't know what the hell he was doing, but I, if he was, that just goes to show how mm. far away from being cool golf is. I, well, in, in in fairness, he's you know he's been busy. He's got to you know he's got to work on that swing and takes him some time. He's got to find a new uh, you know a new equipment deal. Uh, I mean, it's not a new uh, new apparel deal. He had to you know get married, find a new caddy. Yeah, it's been a busy dude. You're right. It's been a busy dude. So yeah, second but... major championship, right? He won the 2017. We all remember the three. What he hit there. Seven strokes, Scott, he was behind. There's not a single person this morning turning on the PGA Championship that thought JT had a chance. Again, like I said, I thought this was going to be a runaway. You know, but that's the thing. It's like, you know, I was worried it was going to be a runaway, I should say. Um, But... Again, this just goes to show you like how tough it is to win these things. And if you have not been in that position before, um, once you put a tee in a ground on the you know leading the final round of a major, like that, you know, you don't know what that's like. No, and... no, Scott. There's like seventy people in the world that know what that's like, like uh, all ex- time. You know what I mean? Exactly. But you know, JT's one of them. Well, no, I guess not. But he knows what it's like to go out and win. So, ah, uh, I don't know. Good on him. You know, good on, good on JT for winning. He, he, you know, again with the playoff and stuff like that, he definitely earned it. So, yeah, I mean, really, 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 and truly turned this PJ Championship around into something that was kind of a, uh, a tournament torture fest yeah i don't want to go that far because it's it's you know it's good golf and i love when players have to grind a little bit in weather Mm. but a a tournament that was kind of easily breezed over to something substantial and you know like quite honestly those two shots on 18 are going to be shots that you see in vignettes for future pga championships yep definitely like that's how good they were you know Yep, I agree. All right, PJ's over and done with. We move on. Um, so and JT now as many majors as uh, Greg Norman, and is is more beloved. Well, yeah. 
So I want to I want to ask you um now I've only played well, I've, I've played 15 holes because we all know I got snowed out one day but then I played another 9. Um what are your plans looking like for golf this year, Scott? I got to get through another few weeks of school. Um and then I I I'm going to at least be on the whole like um you know two nines a week plan. Right. If if not more, obviously, but that's my sort of like I definitely want to make that my minimum number. Yeah. Um but the one good thing about, you know, joining a golf club and things like that is I can go grab two holes real quick and then you know, okay, just be pause, done with it. Pause real quick. I'm sorry. JT mm. was dabbing. Oh, that's full on dabbing. It was terrible, but that's what like happened. That, that, I mean, there you go. What, Dan and Scott, what's the problem with golf? Hey, Brennan Steele with a top 10. Brennan Steele finishing in ninth. Uh, I mean, I feel like that's a, you know. That's, that's sick. A, that's a, that's, you should have him on and talk to him about that. Yeah, we'll have him on again. Hey, friend of the program, Brennan Steele finishing Top 10. I had no idea. Shows how involved I was with this tournament. Um, all right. Well, that's, that's, I mean, that's awesome. Getting some golf. And so wh- where did you end up joining this year? Southern Duchess. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So repeat customer. I haven't, I haven't filled, you know, signed the check yet, but it's going to happen. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I've been up to the range a bunch and done a ton of short game work, chipping and putting, you know, up at Frost. Uh, but well, I've only played nine holes. The plan you know, while school is still going on, is to play nine every single Friday. Uh, but last Friday, we had tornado warnings and a ton of rain, so that got washed out. We were up there this morning. It was gorgeous out. But I'm telling you what, I, I understand why people that don't have to play on weekends don't play on weekends. It was it was so busy. I mean, God, it, it almost like if I was pulling up and ready to play, I think I may have just turned around. Oh yeah, it's it. The weekend thing is miserable. Like, I I personally I go out of my way not to. Um, again, like you said, like if I don't have to play on a weekend, uh, there's very little chance that I would actually be interested in playing on a weekend. Yeah, you know I will always be in favor of that that twilight golf, that weekday twilight golf. Even even like you know Sunday night twilight golf is phenomenal too because everyone gets on the course super early and they're they're done. Um, mm-hmm. Scott, and then the other thing I want to talk about, the goat track itself, Indian Mountain, is undergoing renovations, refurbishment. Um, they've got a social media account on Instagram. I, I talked with a guy today. Uh, let me pull it up. I don't remember his his name, honestly. But uh, maybe it's Brett or something like that. But he said it's the same owner. Nothing's changed, but they used to lease the course. Um, and and now, he said after COVID, the owner was informed early last year that the course would not be leased after the 2021 season. So I don't know what that means. I guess the owner just decided, like, I'll just outright own it now and put the work in myself or whatever. But he said the owner decided to manage the course and invest in the improvements and slowly do more social media and online work. So, I mean... That's crazy. I feel like I feel like they owe me a ton of rounds just for the promotion that you and I have done for them for years. It's like Bizarro World when they're doing promotion and stuff. Oh, Bruce is the guy's name. I don't even know what name I just said before, but Bruce is the guy who's doing their social media. Cameron is the owner, so I'm going to have to swing by there midweek. Lie played the other night with one of his teammates. The parking lot is paved. There's there's a, a a new concrete patio up front. There's like new chairs. They got new carts. I'm like, gosh, five hundred bucks for a weekday only membership. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like it's like that ugly girl in class that has like complete plastic surgery. You see her ten years later, you have no idea who it is. That and that gets you through March thirty first, twenty twenty three. Yeah, because you can play. All winter there because they never close. Something to uh, something to think about. If they put money into the course, so I asked the guy. I said, uh, "I said, so is it just cosmetic, or are we starting to put money into the course?" 
And he was real vague. He said, well, you have to come out and see next time. Okay. That that makes me believe that they're just <laughs> paving the driveway and putting the patio up. <laughs> well, that's up for interpretation there, Dan. Pay $20 and see for yourself. <laughs> no, how about you just tell me? I've, I've paid a lot of money over the last 20 plus years there. Oh boy, that what remind me again the second hole there is that a par four? Yeah, the first four holes. Remember they go up, down, up, yep. down, up, down, up, down, up, down. Up, okay, uphill, downhill, uphill, downhill. Yeah, they're all par fours, and then it climbs to the back part of the property. Yeah, for whatever reason, I can't remember the second hole there. The it's rest just, of it is just, like it's, the rest it, of it's vivid, but for some reason that one doesn't stick out. Dead straight. There's a bunker up front of the green. There's a grass bunker to the left of the green, and it's probably two, uh, I don't know, 280, 285 maybe, par four. Mm. You know, but the bunker kind of right in front of it, and then death, you know, behind. Everything just completely drops off into into the woods behind right. it. So, yeah. you know, it's always fun to try to drive the green and hope, like, maybe it runs through the bunker or something like that and, and not through the green. But uh, they could use some sand. They could use some aeration. They could, I mean, they could use some grass. That's always, it's always good. I mean, that, that usually is beneficial for a golf course. So, like, and I mean, I mean, grass, grass, not like weeds, mm. you know, that yeah, they just I, cut down. Yeah, I knew what you meant. Like, my, my equivalent course in this area, um, I'd say much of the fairways are clover. So right. Clover, right. Clover fairway. Yeah, um, over dandelion. The the crazy thing though is, like the greens there are actually pretty legit. Like if they mowed them close, like they'd be like tough greens. They don't, because if they did, no one would ever want to play there. Um, but it it it's actually pretty decent, with the exception of the clover fairways. It's a lot of money and a lot of work to repair and replace those things and sometimes when it's it's so bad you almost have to go the route of scalping it you know mm-hmm. and just starting over from scratch and uh I, I mean i completely get why places don't do it um because once you let it go it's twice as much work to try to get it back exactly so yeah well we'll see i'm not getting my hopes up but uh, we'll keep people abreast. Anything else, Scott, to add or give to the people? Not really. I mean, congrats to JT, and you know, hopefully, you know, we can get through to the next major without there being any crazy controversy, and you know, Tiger can get his leg healed up and you know, go out and win, you know, the the Open. Yeah, and I mean uh, that's. That's probably not going to happen, but right. it'll be right. it'll be cool. And Here, we'll be doing some stuff uh, leading up for the U.S. Senior Open. We we're credentialed there. Uh, that'll be fun. USGA, and I've got here's uh, a here's go a question. Here's yeah. a question for you. Yeah. Um, knowing the kind of condition that he's in, and knowing how long it's going to be before it's back, does Tiger take his Swilkin Bridge moment this year? No. No, in, in my I mind, think, Tiger... I don't Tiger think so Ned, either, but I, I have heard speculation. See, I don't think Tiger ever takes it, right? Because mm. Tiger is one of those dudes who's in the mindset, like, you cannot tell me this is going to be my last one, right? And I don't even think he knows when it's going to be because he's going to say to himself, he's going to get home and go, okay, I made it through three days of a major championship. One of those days, the weather really sucked. I played, you know, I played the masters all four rounds. Like I can do this. I just need a little bit more time. He's made twice as many cuts in majors as Dustin Johnson has. (laughs) Hey, I want to do an episode in the future of stupid ass golf commercials because the one that he's in with Morikawa and and somebody else in the LPGA tour now where they Mm -hmm. wire up, the driving range lights to the T's, the rubber T's, mm-hmm. just not even a conduit of electricity, and hit balls off of it. And every time they hit a ball, the lights go on because of the electricity generated. Again, you want to know what makes golf not cool? Watch golf. 
Mm. That's it. Point. All I'm going to say, watch golf and you will see why golf is not cool to people. Why it's so much cooler to go out and play. It's one of those sports that's a ton cooler to play than it is to watch. Definitely. And the, the Definitely. tour and the advertisers and the OEMs do no favors for themselves at all. Completely agree. But that's in the future. I want to do an episode on that. Uh, also, we'll have some people involved in the U.S. Senior Open. Uh, the head pro of the Country Club of Scranton, Mike Molino, actually qualified for the U.S. Senior Open. So he's a semi-local guy. We're going to have him on and talk about it, his years of being a PGA professional and, and qualifying. Um, and we'll do a bunch of stuff the week of the U.S. Senior Open coming live from Saucon Valley, Bethlehem, PA, Scotto. That, I was going to say, that's down, that's south of where you are, right? Not north? Yeah, yeah, okay. it's like uh, like 30 minutes south, 35 minutes south, depending on where they put us for media parking. Gotcha. All right, cool. So, all right, we good? I'm good. All right, so either get busy golfing or get busy dying. Have fun, everyone. If you're listening to Leave the Pin Podcast, which I know you are, you know we got to talk about Eagles and Arrows. In 2022, Eagles and Arrows is going in a completely different direction with some great customizable gear. They are doing patch hats that are unlike anything else out there in the market. Anything that you can think of, anything that you want to design and put on a hat, Grant at Eagles and Arrows has got you. Now, they're not going away from all their tried and true traditional stuff, the super soft t-shirts, the premium Cabretta leather gloves, the valuable pouches, everything that you know of and love for the quality of Eagles and Arrows is still available. This is just a new entry into the marketplace. I'm going to tell you what, Grant does it better than anybody else out there. Go to Eagles and Arrows CO on Instagram. That's Eagles and Arrows Co. On Instagram, DM Grant or go to www.eaglesandarrows.com. Send them a message. Any type of product, big or small, any type of job that you need done, with patches. Grant has got you. You want to get stuff for a team. You want to get stuff for a tournament you're running, maybe for a buddy's trip. The turnaround times, astronomically quick. Grant's quality is honestly to die for. There's no one out there that cares more about the product than him. As always, we couldn't be happier to have him as a sponsor, as well as the entire Eagles and Arrows brand. So live life, love golf, get to Eagles and Arrows, Get whatever you need pronto.